Hello. Hi, John. Hi, Marilyn. How's it going? It's pretty early. Mm. Mm. Poor Professor Lupin had a really tough night. Mm. Professor uh, Lupin. My family was out of town for the night, and I overdid. Oh, you did? I overdid literally everything. You overdid. Uh, Ooh. I overdid. I overdid uh, the meat. I overdid the TV. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I overdid the the pudding course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did your eyes take in too many photons? Uh, uh, I think. Uh, uh, uh. I think <laughs> with me, I'm like, hmm. You know, I'm gonna go uh, have some dad time. Yeah, I had a little dad time. Get a get an extra pudding course. I had pudding course, and yeah, yeah, I had some drinks, but uh, yeah, but oh, that was sure. really only part of it, you know. Um, I watched oh, the meat. I, the I meat think, played a role. I, the meat played a role. It all played a role, uh, and I think I watched seven hours of TV. So, oh my heavens! Yeah, yeah, it was all whatever I wanted. I could just watch it. Sure, of course, you didn't have to argue with anybody. You didn't have to. You didn't have to make a case for anything. No, but then I you had to wake up. So sure, sure, sure. That's me too. In a nutshell, you had to wake up too. You just said it. You yeah. just said what I had to do. Mm. Wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, dummy. What, what's funny is I set my alarm for the wrong time. No, mm. but uh, as I lay in bed, luxuriating in my fifth hour of sleep, hmm. well, yeah, somewhere in the fifth hour of sleep, I think I heard the sweet tones of my daughter running down the hall talking in a kind of good morning mrs torrance mm-hmm. style like overdone vocal fry to, to the you know to like scary monster level and just in oh, the creepy into, into that's her new thing you mean like little boy who lives in danny's mouth <laughs> she's like good morning mrs torrance oh, and i taught her to say that without her knowing what it means that's going to be fun with teachers. <laughs> I taught her to say it to her mom, and now she's just really inhabited the character, and I kind of regret it. That's not what you want to hear first thing in the morning, though. No. So she was doing that, and and then uh, you know, kind of that that uh, that Grace, that Grace person, Grace, mm-hmm. who runs my calendar. Oh yeah, Grace. Yeah, Grace. <laughs> can you call Merlin? Grace said, <laughs> with your bad knee, you shouldn't be throwing anybody. <laughs> she said, you set the alarm for 940. Oh, no. Really, you're talking to Merlin at 9. Oh, man. And I, I looked at the clock, and it was 847. And I said, ah, here we go. Here we go. Another day. Mm-hmm. Up and at him. But, you, but you, you were here on time today? Yeah, right on you time. You did that in 13 minutes? 859. Oh, my God. God, you're the Iron Man. Mm. Ah, a little coffee. I had a, you know, I splashed some water on my face. And then I splashed some more water on my face. That's the key. You do it in stages. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. You know, I, I you know, I can't say enough good things about splashing water on your face. I, uh, hmm. I like it in the morning. You know what I really like? I like it in the um, late afternoon. Yeah, yeah. Not, not too cold, too. not too hot. It's room temperature water splashed on the face and neckle area. Uh, we'll just we'll just make you feel alive. It turns you right around, doesn't mm. it? So, uh, so right now you are laboring under a little bit of a yoke of 
uh, of your past. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's a, a that's, a, of, that's a really nice way to put it. I yeah. um, Recent past. Some, yeah. some decisions you made. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's was, there was a lot of good stuff to it. I mean, I, uh, you know, I, I have a thing I try to do, which is, mm. Uh, mm. however long, I'm not saying I succeeded this, succeeded mm-hmm. this, but you know, this is, that's, you know, the Christian way is that, um, I, whenever my wife is away, mm-hmm. even if it's just, she goes out for a run, I strive to have the house be nicer than when she left. Oh, isn't that sweet? It's it's like your, your national parks philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a regular John Muir of uh, doing a shit job on the dishes, <laughs> but, I, but I do it, but you know, and like I say, I don't always succeed at it. And you know, I'm fighting a certain amount of 11 year old inertia right? with like, you know, can we not have all of the art supplies on the floor? Oh yeah. Colored pencils, right? She's got them out. She's drawn on the door. Sometimes I got Sometimes I got I got to put it in really stark terms and just, and just say, you're making me look really bad oh oof. you make me right. look bad you, you know you know there's a couple reasons why well i'm gonna give you three reasons why you wear a jacket you, you wear a jacket because it's san francisco and, and the weather can change in all kinds of ways so you absolutely always, true and that's what preparedness is preparedness is not everything will go well preparedness is things could go differently so you know the coldest winter my dad ever spent yep, 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 yep. was a, it was a summer in san francisco winston churchill <laughs> um, and then now, uh, what are the other reasons? I mean, you know, two the, two more reasons. Well, I mean, okay, so I don't have time for this. I, I'm very very tired. The, 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 the sometimes I have to say to her, "Look, look, mm-hmm. it just started to rain. No, oh. and it might get because you know what it is here. It might start warm, get cool, get warm. Sure, you get like sure. a little, you get a little, little down and up and down. But I say, here's the main thing: you are not going to walk to school in the rain and the pre-cold, and not have a jacket. And I'll tell you why. Well, I want you to be dry. Yeah. San Francisco, want sure. you to be, want you to be comfortable. But yeah. also, you are only allowed so much latitude in how your parents are made to look bad. Oh, I don't yes, like yes. to put it in those terms. Sure. But sometimes that's what it has to come down to. You're, so, you're, you're not allowed to have pinworms. You know, you're not allowed yeah. to have lice. You got, right. you got to wear yeah. a jacket. No tattoos. I mean, if you if you don't turn in your homework, bad on you. But like, right. if you go to school in the rain without a jacket, when you have a jacket, you're fortunate enough to have a jacket. Oh, I know, privilege. Pri- well, you know, it's it's a jacket, but like, yeah. you're just not allowed to make us look bad. And, and when you take out literally all of the markers yeah. and the sharp knife, and now there's yeah. cardboard, and then you, make- you know, cardboard cord- cardboard makes little pellets like a rabbit. So now sure, we cardboard car- can also be sharp, you know. You remember oh. you cut you cut cardboard with cardboard. Well, it depends on the cardboard depends on the bite part. I've cut a lot of fingers on a cardboard. Mm-hmm. Or but or similar, but like you know, just you know, yeah, it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I why am I revealing this? Mm-hmm. I'm very vulnerable right now, John. Sometimes I, I have it. to say, look, you had been watching a fair amount of TV since you got up, yeah. and then you were watching TV when Mom left the house. Uh, yeah. And I'll say to her, I'm going to say something in a very coded way to you. And I'm going to, I hope that you understand the implications, but it would be very valuable uh-huh. to both of us, especially you and especially me, if the TV were not still on when mom got. Oh, home. see, that's nice. It yeah. Could be you want anything wanna, like that. Yeah. You want to represent, you want to represent the positive things are happening. What do you do when she employs inescapable logic? Like, for instance, mm-hmm. I'm not cold. I know. And I'm not going to get cold. Mm-hmm. How do you argue that? That's iron tight. 
I know. I'm not. I'm not going to get cold. The end. Why are you guys allowed to have screens now? Well, see, yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, the, the, I, I just heard that for the first time. I'd never heard. She'd never employed that iron tight logic, which was something to the effect of, "You don't have to quit talking with your mouth full." Mm-hmm. And I said, "I a mm-hmm. don't have." To do anything, <laughs> I could fall asleep right now on this table. I could <laughs> See, pick... now, now, if you were smart, you would literally stop right there because you're gonna, you are going to undercut your argument as soon as you get to be. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I said, you could tell it. I am an artist, and this is my medium. <laughs> I could pick up your spaghetti right now and dump it on your head. <laughs> the, the only there are literally no rules that apply to me. <laughs> No, the only consequence I would feel is years later, you would still be mad about it, but I'm willing to bear that consequence. Mm-hmm. I don't really have, there are no rules in my life. Your mm-hmm. life is bound by rules. It needs There's to no, be. That's it. You're, she's not allowed to make you look bad. That's right. But the thing is, there's a huge difference between me talking with a little bit of scabetti over in the side of my mouth <laughs> and saying to her, don't talk with your mouth full, <laughs> than her with... Like spaghetti cascading down her face into the into the pockets of her dress, mm. and but you know, like she's not wrong. I did have thing. I did have some stuff in my mouth. Yeah, some material. Um, I want. I want to know. Um, I want to know how seven hours of TV feels. Oh, sure. How does it feel? Does it feel it great? It, it feels great, but then does it? Does it hurt later? I mean, my taste is so good. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, That's well, yeah I feel true. like you really, you really abandoned a good topic there. Uh, let me oh. address one thing: the logic. No, let's go back. So just, sure. real, okay. just real quick, and I want—I'm sorry, it's your show, but like no, no, the logic, the logic can be difficult if you fall into that trap. Uh huh. But here's here's the thing: is like for almost everything, the child has logic for. And I believe me, I've tried to play the logic card on my racist grandfather, and it didn't go great. So you've been doing this a lot longer than I have. Because because grandfathers, he was a, he was well, a, he's a Shriner. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. Uh, you know, I never. I never. Um, I never met either of my grandfathers. No, that's not true. Mm. One of them I met when I was an infant. Yeah, same with my daughter and uh, my grandmother. Yeah. So um, I don't. I so their racism, and I, as far as I can tell, at least one of them was really racist. The Ohio one. Had, the Ohio. Yeah. One. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, Ohio yeah, yeah, yeah. One, that's, yeah. That's 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 where I come from. Yeah. I never had to confront it. But uh, but no, you've been doing the dad thing longer than yeah. me too. So I'm I'm all ears. Oh, I'll do the best logic. I can. One time, uh, my grandfather was giving one of my peri- his periodic updates on why black people aren't allowed to be Freemasons, and because oh. uh, that's right. I guess that's the thing he thought I you know again logic right it, it's something I needed to know about. It's not true anymore. You know we have uh, hmm. we have a, a handful of Masons that listen to this show. Hmm. Anytime we men- mention Masonry, hmm. uh, I hear from them. About it, I did but, some masonry and, and, in construction uh, class. You did, yeah, yeah. I I, had, I built some bricks. Yep. Did you yep. get your golden trowel? Yes, I did. Uh, uh, you know, a high school student is never so tall as when he stoops to help a crippled brick. Wait, were you in Demole? No, my mother was a rainbow girl, though. Oh. Okay, we got a lot going on here. Um, okay, so anyway, well, you okay, were so, telling so, me so about the, logic. the logic, the logic trap. There's one part of that logic trap, and you're, the example you give, I understand the class of thing that you're describing, which is that you, the, the child might be saying something um, that is sensible, but like there's layers and there's levels. 
And this is, you know, and I've said this to you before, I've said this to lots of my, my people I visit with on programs before, is that like this is, we have to talk about preparedness. Uh-huh. Okay. And I know, I know you have an interest in preparedness. Mm-hmm. I know there are, there are women where you and she have found each other mutually attractive, but you didn't mm-hmm. like their footwear because, mm-hmm. not yeah. because of feet things, but because you, they couldn't climb a fence. Yeah. Well, see, I just had some, I just had some comments and suggestions. Well, if you, but the, the, but that, that, that's sensible. That's sensible. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I mean, like how often, don't say, but how hmm. often have you and a lady friend needed to scale a fence? Probably not more than eight or 10 times, but you don't know what's going to happen when you go out into the world. This is why in my city, everybody has a backpack because you're basically ready for like whatever comes along. Gotta Maybe Muni's just not going to happen that day. Like right. you need a poncho. Like who knows? Preparedness is not getting ready for everything going great. It is having in the back of our mind, we want to mitigate the problems that we can anticipate. Right. And, and a very and, and, basic one is my arms are cold. Oh, your arms are cold. That's why you need it. You know what? You, we'll give you a light jacket. Now, here's what I, what I do. You take a light jacket. You roll it up real tight. You wrap oh, yeah. that up with some silicone rubber bands. You put, oh, that, no, you put nice. that in there. You got something uh, smaller than a vape rig that turns into a jacket. Well, now you're uh, you. You have bridged the uh, the gap between old San Francisco and new San Francisco, or rather, yeah. we should say mid San Francisco and new San Francisco. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And and now you can carry a much smaller backpack because all of the all of the the clothing garments that you wear in San Francisco now are all made out of uh, like alpaca and Peruvian monkey silk <laughs> and things, and they look like T-shirts. They just look like normal windbreakers. Yeah, but they're $700. But, yeah, $700 or $2,700, and they're, yeah, and they're made out of, like, special microfibers that wick away your uh, the, any any remorse you might have had. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So that's very convenient to you guys because you can wear those little teeny, teeny backpacks mm-hmm. that look like uh, like micro-parachutes. Oh, like, Up she, here like in Sharon she, Clueless, like, like a comically small backpack yeah right here you know i insist mm-hmm. i insist that she that all her clothes be made of wool and leather mm-hmm. and mithril and <laughs> so she has to have like a she, she has to have one of those she has to be and in did like she a, take the black i don't think we say that anymore <laughs> no, this episode of roderick on the line is brought to you by squarespace you can learn more about squarespace right now by visiting squarespace.com slash supertrain Oh, there are so many things that you can do with Squarespace. A better question might be, uh, what can't you do with Squarespace? That's kind of a weird question, but you know, you're the one that asked it. But, but listen, you can create a beautiful website to turn your cool idea into your own little new corner of the global internet. You can showcase your work. You can have a blog or publish other kinds of content. You can, of course, sell products and services of all kinds right on your website. You can promote your physical or online business. And you can announce an upcoming event or special project. You know, if you will it, it is no dream. You can do it with Squarespace. How do they do it? Now, that's a good question. Squarespace does this by giving you beautiful templates created by world-class designers. They have powerful e-commerce functionality to let you sell anything online right there on your website. They have the ability to customize the look and feel, the settings, the products, anything. All the little devices and dinguses of your site. You just drag some stuff around. Just a few clicks. Click, 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 boom. Website Squarespace. Everything is optimized for mobile right out of the box. And they have a new way to buy domains and choose from over 200 domain name extensions. That's so many extensions. They offer analytics that help you grow in real time and built-in search engine optimization. Please listen carefully. This is free and secure hosting. There's nothing to patch or upgrade ever. And they offer 24 by 7 award-winning customer support. I don't know how many times we have to do this, this ad spot, but 
And the people tell us, I'm sorry, I just ate some ham and I, I might be, might be having some kind of an incident. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to keep carrying forward though. <sighs> how many, how many times we got to do this spot? Some of you still don't have a Squarespace site and it's so sickening, but you know, here's your way out. I'm going to give you a way out. You can keep listening to the program and enjoying uh, John's wisdom. But what I want you to do, even if you think you don't need a website from Squarespace, I want you to tell your buddies, your friends, your pals, all the people around you, people who might need a website, but maybe aren't as smart as you or as good with internet as you, tell them about Squarespace. You can get them set up with a site in no time and it gets you out of the webmaster business. They can have that one for free. So please go head out, check out. So send people to, you know, uh, squarespace.com slash supertrain. You get a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the very special offer code supertrain to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain Squarespace. Our thanks to Squarespace for supporting Roderick on the line and all the great shows. She puts on. She has to wear one of those pre World War II English Boy Scout backpacks. Oh. Backpacks. <laughs> Full of spaghetti. Anyway, so yes, yeah. that's why preparedness. Like, I've, like you were, you're, you're suggesting that I have not had to climb that many chain link fences with people that I'm I on a date with. I didn't want you to have to say. And it's and I, you know, honestly, like over the course of time. Like you're right, it's it's only been a handful, but there's been so we've had to chase a cat burglar or mm-hmm. or two, right? And that's another thing. Like if your shoes can't go over a chain link fence, it's not. Did you'd have you to abandon up, the pursuit, right? If you, it's not. Did you go over a chain link fence? Mm-hmm. It's could the cat burglar you're chasing get away from you by going over a chain link fence? Even if that cat burglar didn't choose that. How would you have felt if mm-hmm. we'd been clopping along after them and they'd gone they'd gone over a fence, right? That would have right. would have been a, sh- a, a, a an untidy end to the date. So I don't want to push a bruise here, but like there is something that that must be mentioned in context. Okay, so there are people who would say if you over prepare for things that are quote unquote unlikely, you are becoming a par- you're becoming paranoid. Like you are assuming the connection of facts in the outside world that do not reflect reality and that's not healthy or wholesome. Now you, I would say you're not a paranoic, but you have always, you have always been aware of your perimeter and those who might attempt to cross it. Yes. And in, in previous times when you, again, I don't want to go too far on this, but there, there have been times that you spent a lot of time in your life. You hear something in the house, you're already not sleeping that great. Probably you get up, you put on the sword over the bathrobe mm-hmm. and then you go pursue the noise, the source of the noise. Mm-hmm. The one Did time, last night. the Did one last time, night. the one time, the one time you didn't do that. Now uh, look where we are. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you had an actual, uh, you had an actual cat burglar. Yeah, I had an actual possum in the form of a tweaker. Yeah, and and so one time, one time, and that, one time I did, and yeah, exactly, and that that marks you. It's like oh, you go like oh, yeah, sorry. Here's a classic young person. I'm almost done with this. I'm so goddamn yeah, tired. The the um the uh, uh so the classic example of a young person. You know, uh, you know, there's a lot of times in your life when you uh, not only don't have a lot of dough, you don't have really any dough. And so your if you got a classic, not a classic car, but like a normal car from normal times. Regular uh, car. Every normal car has five tires. It's got it's got five full size tires, right? Yes. So yes. what happens? You 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 get a flat tire. Now now you get that replacement fifth tire out. You put it on. You put the flat tire into your trunk. Uh, yeah. You're 20 years old. Do you go uh, directly uh, over to the tire czar in your neighborhood and like buy a fresh tire? 
Do you replace all of them because you're a responsible young person who knows how to rotate? No. Typically, no. You got a flat tire. You got all the gear. You got the, the tire lever, as they say in England. You got all of that mm-hmm. back there with Sun a flat there. tire. Right. How right? good is that? And right. you're fine. You're fine for a while. You're fine for a while, but you're not going to be fine if you get uh, like one of those other tires goes. No, this is you not a great example, but do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what yeah, I'm saying? You, you do. You walk around all the time, and if you're not thinking about it, some part of your, some part of of grace, your grace, your, your personal grace, your internal grace, that grace is conscious of the fact that that flat tire is back there, and she's not going to sleep. She's not going to sleep as well. If you're afflicted as I am, in fact, your internal grace might experience a huge amount of stimulation in the few days after that because you have magical thinking that makes you think, oh, if one broke, the other one will break. Shh. Or similar, and then, or, or if one broke, another one will never break. Well, that's the thing. A, that's part yeah. two for me. My internal grace then goes, eh, you're good. Oh, you're good. Grace, 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 grace. And this is, uh, yeah. So this is the problem. Yeah, that's the. Pro- so anyway, um, with the logic, it's hard because, and then, and then, so here's my. So this is my. Uh, this is my uh, Sisyphus Cassandra. Is that I have stopped being a person who says I told you so. I try very, very hard to not be an I told you so person because if the child is at a very vulnerable moment because they fucked up, I don't think it's surpassingly useful. I've explained this to my daughter. I said, look, we spend, this is what we train for. We spend our whole life trying to notice ways to not spill milk on things. Like a kitchen oh. table, we were ready for that, but like, let's not spill a milk on, on the pretty new couch. No. We spend no, our whole no. life, I spend my whole life trying to avoid the spilling of things onto the other things. But can I tell you, when that does happen, I get eye of the tiger, I'm super calm, the child is very emotional, and I I say, you know what? These things happen. Uh, tell me about the new couch. Oh, it's yeah. Just briefly, just briefly. Oh, it's, it's an internet couch, and you put it together yourself? It's pretty good. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it's hard to buy a couch. Okay, so, is there anything else for that? It feels great to watch a lot of TV. Because the uh, TV I want to watch, I want to watch, is uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I will not permit a family binge of a program I do not like. So uh, we've been binging on the Thirty Rock. We just finished the entire run of that series. It's a very good show. I'm not going to permit a binge of a terrible show. You just finished uh, Thirty Rock. Is that what you said? All the way through. Yeah. Yeah. What's it's a, a nice show? show. It's a good so, show. Oh, the last, last, the second to last episode, especially, is very. very how many good. seasons is it? So, 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 seven. Season six, not good. Season mm, seven, it kind of comes back. Too bad. Last night, I was introduced to a new episodic television program. Um, I was I was sat down and told yeah. I was going to watch a TV. Okay. Which happens? Which happens sometimes. Here's a crazy thing. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. Sitting there, you know, trying to we trying to follow a diet plan around here that doesn't involve just eating skibetti yeah. and milkshakes every day. Yeah. Sitting there, it's um, late at night. Later at night, uh, my daughter's mother's looking at her phone. I'm I'm looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. And then she says, "I just did a crazy thing." And I said, "What's that?" And she said, "I just had Postmates." who I hope is sponsoring this episode, mm-hmm. uh, I just told them to deliver us two milkshakes from Denny's. What? Or not Postmates. It was one of those things. Like a DoorDash or a Grubhub? Yeah, something like <clears throat> yeah. that. And I was like, 
that's insane. Those words that you just said, but I, but I forgot about it. I didn't take it seriously. I thought it was just some sort of internet hubbub, some sort of thing that people say that's not real. Maybe I thought it was a meme. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Milkshakes from Denny's. Sure. And oh, then, it's, an, it's one of those things you come across and you're like, what? what yeah. Milkshakes from Denny's? Is that like a milkshake duck? Milkshake Nigel Farage? <laughs> like, what's the joke? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> is, this some, is this some little like eight-year-old Japanese girl that can play rock and roll by Led Zeppelin all the way through on the drums? All right. <laughs> no. Turns out, like a half hour later, the doorbell rings and there's a guy standing there. And this is like the middle of the night. And he's holding two. He's not, it's not in a bag. He's just holding two milkshakes in big cups that say Denny's. Wow. And I was like, I looked at him and he looked at me and I was like, this is ridiculous. And yeah. he laughed and was like, yeah, yeah, man. But you know, chocolate peanut butter is my favorite too. I was like, chocolate peanut butter? What are you even talking about? He handed me two milkshakes and I went in the house just dumbfounded that at 1130 at night, a, just a random stranger could hand you two giant milkshakes. And uh, my daughter's mother was like, what, uh, which one is mine? And I was like, what do you mean? And she said, well, one of them's chocolate peanut butter. And I was like, the guy, the delivery guy knew one of these was chocolate peanut butter. What kind of conversation did he have with the people at Denny's? They're not, they're not differentiated. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like one has a mark on it. Mm -hmm. And then my daughter's mother said, we're watching a new TV show tonight. <gasps> it was the middle of the night by then, by this point it was. I love this proactive baby mama. And I was like, what? Who? And she said, uh, she said, you don't get a choice. So I sat down and this TV show came on mm -hmm. called Killing Eve. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I was like, wait a minute. Is this one of those shows that has a strong female lead? Yeah. And she said, yes. And then it became apparent that there were at least two strong female leads. And mm -hmm. then there were four or five strong female leads. Uh, and I was like, what? kind of sorcery is this and then it turned out it was really good television program super good and i said how much, how much do you love villano so great yeah. really and then uh i was like i this actress who or the actor who was playing the lead uh lady i said uh who is who is this person is this a comedian of some kind and she said no this is a famous actor of television she's Grey's anatomy from Grey's Anatomy, a mm -hmm. show I never saw. Nope. So I was like, oh, yep. I don't know what that is. And then she did that thing where she listed like three or four different media properties that I had not seen. Mm -hmm. And then she tried to triangulate to it by... She's not, just real quick, she's still selling it at this point? No, no, no. She's just <laughs> trying to... She's just trying to... Because I like a little backstory. I like to get filled in on who's who and what's what. And so it's she... Also, it's also got Mrs. Weasley in it. We'll see that. I don't know what that is either. Oh, so but don't sorry, give it from, away. No, from Harry Potter. Oh, you know Mrs. the, the mother, the mother where he has to sleep in the cupboard in the hall. Um, no, I've never the, seen the mother that. is the uh, is is the the lady super boss. Oh, <laughs> lady super boss is the mom from the Harry Potters. Mm -hmm. I never saw Harry Potter yet. Mm -hmm. Later, I, later I on, you're going to see in season two. You're going to see the uh, the Quidditch teacher from the first uh, movie. So there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. Harry happening. Potter and Doctor Who. It's basically everybody's been on all of them. But she was saying about – she was trying to get me to know who the people were by talking about some of the media properties that people who had worked with them were on. Okay. Like, oh, she was on the show with the guy that was in the – was in this other movie that you never saw. Right. So it was that. A lot of those kinds of people are Danish. I, I did a deep dive on Constantine, and uh, yeah. I think he's a Dane. There's a lot of Danes. Uh, Jamie Lannister, I think he's a Dane. 
Oh yeah, Danes. There's a lot well, of Danish. He, he looks very Danish. Yeah. Anyway, so now I'm now you know you go from one you swing from one vine to the next. But if you're watching seven hours of TV, can't all be TV? Can it? Didn't mm. didn't you watch all three Godfathers in there or something? Like how mm. do you get? Is it really all televisions? I <clears throat> is it yeah, binge watching? Well, is that what yes. you're doing? Is it binge watching? Well. I mean, do you do you want particulars? Because I can I can tell you I I can yeah, easily yeah. tell you. Um, no, no, yes. no, lay it out. Bre- uh, uh, sp- spread the peanut butter. When you're done with the extant uh, Killings Eve, I don't know if you're the kind of person that jumps around, but uh, first of all, Killing Eve, good choice. Patriot also highly recommended. If you haven't seen Patriot, did you see Patriot? I forget. You recommended it to us, and we watched it. Okay. Um. Uh, well, second, I watched. I'm continuing my rewatch of Game of Thrones. Oh, from the start. <clears throat> yeah, and then right now I just, I got, uh, I watched, I don't know if it was seven hours, but I, I watched um, the, the second part of my, my watchings when I was really getting into the ice cream was, um, was um, I think I watched three or four episodes, which was the completion of season three and the beginning of season four of the Game of Thrones, which I have on Blu-ray. And oh, so, uh, nice. Nice yeah, picture. it looks good. It looks, looks really, really good. And, uh, you know, that's, that's a very good program. So what is a Blu-ray player? Well, is it a kind of DVD? It's like a super DVD. And in my case, like a lot of people, I don't own a bespoke Blu-ray player, but there's one inside my PlayStation video game system. Oh, that's oh. excruciating to use, but, um, oh, that's nice inside your PlayStation, mm-hmm. but you can buy and buy them all on Blu-ray. And, um, yeah, I just I really really like that show. Um, is it holding together now that on second watch? Oh my god, S- season three was just I, it's so incredible. And um, yeah, I mean it's got a lot of the hot stuff. It's got the you know the Brienne and Jamie stuff walking right. around, and right. you know um, now we're, we just got no spoilers, but we just got into where Arya has parted ways with the Hound. Oh, yep, and she's gonna go off and do her things. So. Now, but, uh, 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 yeah. uh, sorry to interrupt. Yes, no, sorry, you there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, were you uh, a final season hater, or were you a final season uh, liker, or were you somewhere? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have some concerns somewhere in the middle? I mean, uh, can, I'm gonna say one thing about this because I don't want to get into a thing unless you want to get into a thing. Well, we could have a special episode about this. We have the capacity for that. That's true. That's true. My, fe- uh, my feeling uh, is that the donors w- only feed. Yeah, right. Of course. Of course. <laughs> we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're asking questions. What kind of relationship should we have with our listeners? That's a question. Yeah, exactly right. It's just a question. Um, just it, it was a certain show, mostly for six seasons, and then it was a different show for the two mini seasons. <gasps> uh, so two mini seasons? Was there mm-hmm. a second mini season? Seven and eight were kind of miniature seasons. Oh, they were only um, how many episodes that's instead of how ones. many episodes? Well, I don't know, six or so, but that's the ones where, you know, uh, I don't want to get email, but it's where, Grr. you know, travel stopped mattering and the Ravens did all the heavy lifting. And oh, I see. I Daenerys see. Tra- can arrive in a dragon like faster than a milkshake from Denny's. Right. Travel. You know? Stopped mattering. Travel stopped mattering. I've covered this on another program, but yes, it's very important that, God, this is so confusing in the timescape, an episode of Reconcilable Differences that will be out by the time the episode you're listening to now that we're recording comes out. Yeah, it's my, it's my feeling like a lot of people, my beef generally is that 
the, the rules of how we understood that universe changed. And like what my main point was, what we, what got left behind was stuff that made things like season three. Great. Like, um, like how Brienne and Podrick, Brienne and Podrick's adventures walking around Jamie and, um, uh, and Brienne's adventures walking around. Arya they do a lot the of walking around, right? There's there's campfires. Yeah. Uh, people are trying to find some food to there's eat. At still, night. lots of good killings, but yep. like so much of what we came to understand about those characters is through their interactions walking around. L- you later watch on. the Hound. Uh, he walks into a place and he looks around to see if it's safe. Oh, he does man. that a lot. He spends he a lot of time looking around to see if it's safe. There's one in toward the end of season three. I've I don't, I don't know how I forgot about this, but there's the one where they go into the inn and yeah. uh, it's very D&D, super yeah. D&D. And Arya recognizes this one guy who's being a dick and they're bullying this lady. And he, was how- the, he was the singer from Saxon. Is that right? The, no. New wave of heavy metal? Yeah. Huh. New wave of British, British heavy metal. British heavy metal. Noir. 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 Yeah. And, uh, you know, the Hound, of course, is Sam Pump Your Brakes. But that right. leads to some very good fighting. And Needle comes out, and she hits him with the pointy end, and that's real good. Swing. That's my general feeling. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's just it's so exhausting. Many, many, many weeks ago, the show concluded, as you listen to this, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of takes that were hot. Decades that, ago. Yeah. No, I, didn't, I mean, I didn't, I didn't hate it, but I was just, you know, I felt a little bit uh, narratively cock-blocked. But you didn't have to post about it, did you? Well, you don't need to post. No, you don't. But uh, oh, I, I meant to. I meant to. Uh, I meant to say yeah. um, happy, uh, happy non-denominational uh, day of of mm-hmm. happiness. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because um, because this show is airing sometime in March of two thousand twenty. Okay. Uh, we want to keep it evergreen. Yes. So we don't, you know, we don't reference. So you don't want to directly thank me for my service. No, okay. no, no, no. Just thank you generally. Yes. And and you thank me uh, for a thank happy you. Day. I think we should just have a day of gratitude, a non-denominational gratitude day. I'm going to the baseball game today. Oh. Uh, with friend of the show, Jason Finn. Oh, nice. And uh, and uh, I got yelled at by some people yesterday for supporting our own our own hometown baseball team. Hmm. Because the feeling among some of my friends is that our baseball team should be punished. Oh, they feel they're very they feel very strongly about sports. Yeah, and so strongly that at a certain point, if your baseball team betrays you enough times, it becomes your worst enemy. Like they don't prefer another baseball team. Oh, it doesn't. It doesn't merely make them go "Mm, not into it. The switch flips, and now they're an adversarial team. Yeah, I said to another friend, another friend of our show, um, uh, but but less so than, of course, Jason Finn, who is a reoccurring character. Uh, Jason Finn is kind of the Podrick of this show. He's like our hot pie. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, but another friend, when I said I'm going to the baseball game with Jason, their their reply was, "Why." Why? This is a friend I've been to a hundred baseball games with. And I was like, why? It's one of it's America's pastime. It's one of the things we do. He was like, this isn't your friend, friend who French the bird. No, this is the friend. This is the friend. Is this this a former super fan? 
Uh, no, this is th- this other friend is a is the uh, lead singer guitarist of a of an enormously popular band. Okay, but it's somebody. But what I'm trying to get at is like, is it somebody who used to be very into the local sports team? Yes, okay. somebody that used to be into the, very into the local. And now they, they feel betrayed. They feel betrayed by the local sports team, and they can't. You know, they're, they're this is the thing about sports people that I don't that I don't fully understand. They take the defeats personally to the point that they are embittered. Mm-hmm. Um. It's like, oh, hey, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go over to a dinner party at your ex girlfriend's house, and they would say, "Why?" Oh, because yeah, she's Anna, Anna wearing a thong. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, yes. And this is one of the myriad reasons where I have so little interest in the behind the scenes stuff because there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff with our local sports team. And oh, I, sure. I think it's the behind the scenes stuff, and no shade, no lemonade against anybody and their feelings. Everybody no. has their reasons, but. Uh, that's one reason I don't like, yeah. Okay. So Kevin Durant's going to go to the Knicks probably, but we're not sure. I still like right. basketball. I still like watching right. it. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Gary, like in that case, Gary but, Bonds is juicing. You know what I mean? Or is maybe he, he's is not. He's got the, he, what does he have? He has the, what's the cold and the cream, the cream, the cream and the swab. He's, he had two different the, ones. He's got the cold and the cream and the cream <laughs> and the swab. <laughs> <laughs> he had the, no, what's it called? There was a name for it. They kept saying it yeah. over and over. He's got the lime and the coconut. <laughs> <laughs> you should also watch Russian doll. Um, that's oh, got yeah, some Harry. Mil- that. That's got some Harry Nilsson in it, and I'm and I do want to come back to my first TV watching. But no, this is the thing, and I, I get this. I mean, I grew up with the Big Red Machine. Like mm, my no, right. my prime childhood baseball years. Uh, I mean, were those the Pete Pete Rose betrayal years or pre- no, 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 God, no, no. We're talking. We're talking seventy five, seventy six World Series. We're talking Pete Rose, yeah. Johnny Bench, Dave Concepcion, um, uh, 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 Ken Griffey. Oh, uh, George Foster, you know, all, all, uh, oh, this is some great fucking baseball. And you got the, you know, Sparky Anderson and they were all, they were all terrific. And so, yeah, I mean, that's what, that's like growing up like in the Yankees or something. It's easy to like that team, but anyway, so Cincinnati, anything to do with Cincinnati, you're always an underdog, right? You're always, uh, Cincinnati's always punching above its weight. Uh, Cincinnati, it's rough. Like a place where your mom comes from, tell her I said hi. A place like where your mom comes from, there is a, uh, to pronounce it like my grandmother, is an humbleness. You're very humble. Mm-hmm. You're very humble. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you would be humble. I think she thought it meant something different, but like, <sighs> it's a kind of like, I'm not just, I'm not just uh, humble bragging. Like, I'm genuinely like, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're hill people here. You know, yeah, yeah. Right? Humble pie. Cincinnati, though, you know, it's you got the. Mm. You saying you saying Cincinnati puts on airs? Well, you know, it's uh, you know, it's a story with the fringe on top. You know, what I'm saying chicks and ducks uh-huh. and geese better scurry because you're yeah. right betwixt. You know, you got the river there. You're right betwixt uh, Indiana and Kentucky. You, you are the demon spawn. You are you are uh, your Cincinnati snow or Cincinnati Oof. sand, depending on where you come from. You know yeah. it's a bastard town, but it thinks it's fancy because it's different than the rest of Ohio. Ohio, rest of Ohio, it's a big state certainly, yeah. but it is a solidly like it was when I was a kid a like a union state. Very yes. like working class. You make the tires. You got. So you're the, saying it's like the Luxembourg of Ohio. You know what they say, John? They say they say. I'm not sure what this means to the conversation. I'm very very tired and had a lot of ice cream. But I the um. But they say uh, when you're buying, now you're the one who's involved in real estate. But I, I've heard it said that if you're thinking about buying a house, buy the buy the house you can afford in, in the nicest neighborhood. Yeah. Like don't get the fanciest house in in the neighborhood that's falling down. That's right. 
That's right. Cincinnati, I'm not that sure which one Cincinnati way. is, but it's not the good one, right? Is it, it the is it the bad house in a good neighborhood, or is it the good house in a bad neighborhood? You know what Cincinnati's it is? one of those. It's the house where somebody got a bonus and put a hastily erected second floor. Uh, you ever oh. seen a hastily erected second floor? You see it in I've Florida. Seen, you see it in Florida where there's no zoning laws, and you can just you can put a house on your house. <laughs> we'll just let you. It'll be totally different. But it's it's basically like like a child irres, irresponsibly using Legos to just make a whole second house. You can do that, you know, in Florida. You know, what I'm in saying? Seattle, uh, there, that was very popular to do, except at great expense. Mm-hmm. So you'll be driving. Did you down try the street. and make it look consistent with oh, the previous no. house and the neighborhood? No. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? No. Why or does would it look you... like the Erie? Like, is it going to have? Is it going to have like a big? Is it like a big thing on a thing? Because, like, I bet you, when you get to the point where you put a house on your house, I bet yeah. you want it to be nicer than the one below, and maybe well, this even is heavier. The thing. So you'll go even into a nice neighborhood where you see these beautiful four-square homes, these nice sort of, uh, you know, like neo-colonial uh, three-story homes with the big uh, – up on the top floor there, you've got these beautiful big dormers, and you can picture this upstairs room, light flooding in. It's kind of got all this architectural interestingness up there, um, and uh, and someone will come along. This was popular, I think, in the – in the 1980s, mm-hmm. uh, but a fancy person will come, and they'll. I'm they'll, not sure what neo-colonial is, but I do know that co- that kind of like mix. I'm not, not a McMansion, but that mix mm-hmm. of like of like Greek and colonial. Something yeah. involving columns was yes. was very. That was meant to be the signifier of fanciness to new money in the 80s. Well, but so these houses, so those columns, like you can put those in your, uh, you can put those in your condo, right? You They're can throw a column columns, in. yeah. But, uh, but these houses are like 1898 houses. Oh, shit, dog. That, uh, <sighs> that, a, that a, a young urban professional a couple might buy. And for whatever reason, they wanted an 1898 house, but they also wanted to take everything out of it. And replace it with things from the 1980s. So they wanted some. They wanted to take the load-bearing columns out and put some non-load-bearing <laughs> columns in. And they wanted to, you know, to, to take out the interior walls and replace them with glass brick. All this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But one of the great things they would do is they felt like that top floor. Uh, often, I guess, the dormers didn't provide enough headroom. Maybe they were. Maybe they built a like a handball court up there. Mm-hmm. But often, it was also that they sensed that there was a view available to them from those windows, and that that the, that view needed to. They needed to be able to have that view. <gasps> They're the guy who puts his girlfriend on his shoulders at the concert. Oh, that's exactly kind of. what it is. Yes. So they would blow out those dormers and they would put these giant elephant ear dormers and they, for whatever, uh, however it was that, and I still don't understand it, how a person can look at a beautiful home, think to themselves, I can improve on this mm-hmm. and then build a thing on top of a thing, put a, um, because it's one thing if you're like living in a small house and you want an extra floor and you put it together and you put an extra floor on there and you're not trying to, you're just trying to be taller than the neighbors. But there's not, you're just dealing with a, you're dealing with a Florida bungalow to start with, you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to like a like a gracious home where you think, wouldn't it be great if I put huge ears on this, mm-hmm. like just if I put Dumbo ears on the top of this house, 
Like they never go up there. They don't care about the view. It still, even though there is a view, all they do is go over and stand. Yeah, they in the have window a master and, suite. See, that seems to me like a. Well, ma- I have family right. members that been. did a tricked out second floor, and it was to make like a like a, a totally huge master suite with two closets and all that, that kind of stuff. Have, that might have been it. Although I feel like if you're going to have a big house like that and you're going to put a master suite in somewhere, you know, just do it. Why would you? Why would you climb three flights of stairs? Like what? Mm-hmm. What kind of Richard Simmons life are you living? It's true. Put the master suite right there. Take out the dining room and put it in there. Why don't you? Mm-hmm. Anyway, I mean, they every once in a while they walk over, they open the curtains, they Griswold at the view for like thirty seconds. But <laughs> but as you drive down the street, you're like, what? Is that the Grand, is that the Grand Canyon? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was stupid. I really liked it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyway, I, I, you see that a lot. Every once in a while, I'll stop and take a picture of one of these houses mm-hmm. where someone where someone had you know had a house from 1898 and they thought they could improve on it, um, and they uh, they just don't have a I don't know they didn't learn scale and proportion. You know what I it is? They didn't take an art history class. Well, yes, yes, that's what I've been struggling to figure out. I can't even come up come up with a good analogy for this, but but perfect imperfect. However, it is there. Those houses have an internal consistency born probably out of practicality maybe it's based on materials but there's a you know they would may not have thought of it as a design sense but one thing that makes us crave the beauty and fucking authenticity of these old things is they do generally have um a practical and aesthetic internal logic to them yes 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 i know they painted the roman statues. shut up but like uh, but but in this case like you take something that you, you you could there's so many ways you can fuck that up. And I don't, like I say, I don't even have an analogy. I'm struck by saying, okay, what are the perfect French fries? McDonald's, right? McDonald's sure, French fries. So are you going to improve them, uh, by, by keeping them in the box in their perfect French fry state, say, and then having a quarter pounder with cheese on top and eating it like a sandwich? Well, you just fucked up two things now. Now oh. that's, that's stupid. When you're mixing your eras, and let's yeah. be honest, if you got the dough to do this, you probably have ambitions to look a little bit fancy. Yeah. Yeah, but but uh, but just yeah, just go downtown and do something. I don't know. Go out yeah. to the. I don't know where you want to go. Find out an abandoned lot. Buy one of those old motels. But Capitol Hill down. still has a lot of those pretty old houses, right? Oh, they do. But they, Although do they you know, they tore up? they tore down my grandmother's house and built some kind of old folks home there. Hmm. Uh, you're telling me that you put a quarter pounder on top of French fries and eat it like a sandwich? A well, quarter I'm trying, that's already what, not sandwich. I, not I, not I and I. I'm just trying to come up with a good analogy for stupid yeah. where like, and, and you know, it is this, ah, oh God, this sounds so, um, uh, you use the phrase young urban professionals, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which used to be a thing that we would say in an abbreviated mm-hmm. format that I think we don't say two, anymore because it's two hateful. D- double income, no kids. Dinks, dinks. Dinks. Oh, see now that, that sounds like something, uh, you know, uh, thank you for your service. Somebody whoa. from the, whoa, dinks. No, we don't <laughs> say there's a reason they're not allowed in the Freemasons. But the, uh, but you know what it is? It's just fucking like not even the lumpen proletariat, just just fucking normies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like normies, normies with money could fuck up a wet dream. You know, and oh. you get like a, a house that you could afford theoretically, but then yeah. you put another house on it. You know, it's I, just it's so emblematic of a lot of things that are gross. I, I went to a I went to a uh, comedy show a couple of days ago, uh, which is not a thing I do. Uh, I'm just gonna spoiler alert everybody and yeah. say that I went to a comedy show and that it's not a thing I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, one of the comedians, I went to it because one of the comedians asked me to, uh, 
perform at it. And uh, an old friend, stand-up comic, he was making a live album. And he said, you know, will you come and be the voice of God, he said. And I was like, sure, I'll be, yes, I'll be the voice guy. And then I got there and he was like, so, you know, you'll get up and do like 10 or 15. And then uh, this other comedian will do 10 or 15. And then I'm going to do my show. And I said, wait a minute. You said you wanted me here as the voice of God. And now you're saying, now you're saying I'm the opening comedian? That's an unusual like, way to frame that. I was like, huh. So I got up and, you know, and 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 uh, just insulted the audience for 10 minutes. But then he... um he got up and he did a whole bit on on uh, wet dreams, on nocturnal emissions. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned wet dreams. Yeah. Uh, this was a thing that – and as I was watching the show, I was like, I cannot relate to this. This is like um, this is like being told that Patrick Dempsey was in a movie and that's how I should know who the actor of wow, this is. Wow, nice pull. Because um, he, is, he uh, fe- is he the fellow with the face? That's in He's, in the in the Killing Eve lady show. Is no, he from Shondaland? He was. Uh, is he a in, gray? He was in Grey's Anatomy. Okay, Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, and so I was like, I was I was being I was being guided to understand who the actress that I was watching that was on this show was by being told that Patrick Dempsey was once in some other thing, and I was like, you're just talking, you're just you're naming names that were in magazines. Well, she's, she's showing off. She's showing off, but these are these are names I know and faces I know from magazines that I read in dentists' offices in the what nineties, two thousands. You get us, you get an yeah. us weekly. You learn about yeah. Patrick Dempsey. He's not Patrick Duffy, although I thought that for a second. But you know how it is. Like do. you don't, uh, you don't. Uh, I don't you retain have to go that. To I don't dentist. retain that. I, I deliberately drop those bits. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, I was thinking. Never once he's talking about. Uh, he's he was talking about uh, wet dreams as a thing that he had a lot. Yeah, and uh, and then there was some moment in his life where he stopped having them. He was talking about enjoying them and all this stuff. I never had a single. I've one. never had a single wet dream in my entire life. No, me either. I must have I arrived just like a couple of days before they would have started. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. But you know, I was able to dig the trench. Yeah. On my own. So, yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure what happened. If I feel like it was. Uh, do you think? Do you think uh, it's was, like? A, do you think it's a snipe hunting kind of thing? Do you think it's a way they just trick the new guys? What if it's not a thing? Well, no, because there's all these guys. There's all these these all these guys that are like uh, that are like have um, have like masturbating socks and all this other stuff. Like yeah. uh, people that are cutting holes in the bottom of of. Uh, uh, popcorn barrels yes. in the 1950s movies. Mm-hmm. I was I didn't ever wanted any of that. Neither you nor I ever wanted any of that. That's one of the things well, that we know about each other. Yeah, but you know, I've never been to Nicaragua, but I assume it does exist. Right? I have to assume that nobody would talk about this. No no one would make wet dreams up just to gaslight us. Um maybe. You no. Know? I don't know. I, I, just, I only know it as an analogy, you know? I could have gone was, with Screw oh, Up or right. Steel Trap, but I went with uh, Wet Dream because it just felt wet better dream. in the moment. Yeah, well, I just, I I only wanted to, like, sidebar that yes. because it's always been very confusing to me. Like, I for a long time, I was sort of waiting for I, it. I can't like, tell which one I'm supposed to feel more guilty about. I can't tell if I'm supposed to feel guilty for not having had a wet dream because I guess I'm an onanist. Oh, I see what you're saying. I mean, oh, I see. I'm an right, of the, old. Sure, that's the that's the trench. 
Well, that's but see, that's what makes me think it's a snipe hunting type situation. Like, here's your special bag. Oh. Go find the snipe. Oh, wait, oh, oh, it's a thing that people say, and then they look at you, and if you're like, oh, I never had one, then they're like, uh, masturbator! Yeah, I guess, yes, because like, cause you don't have the stones to go, not only do I not masturbate, but I know, because I'm, I'm, I'm science-y, that wet dreams are a, uh, or a, are a myth. Maybe they could do a Mythbusters on wet dreams. <laughs> Is that still a show? They got the Busted. new guy. Ching. Ching. Uh, there's some kind of Mythbusters for kids now, or Young Myth, Young Busters. Hmm. Um, where they, I don't know what they do. Yeah. Uh, Adam, it's what Adam Savage does is he just he turns on his money printing machine. Yeah, I like that guy a lot. Fills his house with money. You know, I, I like the MythBusters. I feel like I feel like I feel like it suffers from the cable TV problem of like, oof, this could be a lot tighter. Oh, uh, do they do the thing where they at the end? A lot end, of recaps, a lot of recaps. Right, yeah, right before the commercial, they talk about what they just did and then they do it again at the beginning. After yeah, the, 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 the Asian fellow and the enthusiastic lady, they, they get they get very excited about shooting the gun at the uh, Whirly Gig, you know, and we got to see the, the recap of that. But do you, do you remember when R. Lee Emery, mm-hmm. em, Emily, R. Yeah, Lee, R. Emily, R. Lee Emily, yeah. Uh, he had all my these shows yeah. where he was shooting different guns. He had he had a show where he just shot different guns, and you know, it was yeah, Gun World with uh, Emily Early. Yeah, and he <laughs> and the thing about that show was I was I was intrigued by it. I was like, and this was at a time I guess when I had access to television, and when I would see E uh, Arm Emily come on the E Arm Emily like JJ Arms, <laughs> yeah, like JJ Arm Armsbrums. Uh, he would come on and I would say, oh, this is going to be a show where he fires some Civil War uh, musket and mm-hmm. yells yells at me for half an hour. I'm I'm in for that. Sure. I'm in for a penny and for a in pound. For a pound, yeah. But the thing is that the premise of that is uh, the premise of a five-minute show. Here's a gun. Here's what it's here's where it's from. Oh, that could now be a, that might be better as like God forbid that might be better as a YouTube episode. YouTube episode, right? Yeah. I mean, just 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 shave it down. Okay, here we go. We're gonna shoot it. Oh, pow! And you shoot at some balloons, or you shoot it at, at a pig in the in the dirt, or whatever it is you're shooting at, and then the episode's over. But they had to stretch it out mm-hmm. to make it a half hour long. Yes. So there was a lot of yelling. There was a lot of recapping. There was a lot, a lot of, of like info, a lot of graphics. Yeah, but like you, like, you cut to the commercial and there's a graphic and like a rubber stamp font or army font or something like that. Yeah, exactly. But but they <clears throat> but even the graphics would be recapping something that he had just yelled at you. I know. So I know. it was it was like internally recapping because there's only five things to say. Well, because because that's that's why I say it's a cable problem. No offense, but like that's because people taken. are fucking flipping around. They're flipping mm. around. I covered this in my thesis. Uh, yeah, this is sure. so people are flipping around. And uh, and then so they go oh oh look it's uh, it's Emily Arley and mm-hmm. uh, is going to shoot some guns and then they have to Ow. recap yeah what happened with the I don't know the stock or whatever as you're flipping around mm-hmm. how many shows do you keep in your in your on deck docket mm-hmm. how many shows are on deck as you're flipping do you go like oh oh uh, Sex in the City. Yeah. And then it goes to commercial, and you're like, "Okay, Sex in the City's on Channel 27. I want to want to stop back by here and see what's going on." With the, with the historically, in the in the yeah. uh, in the uh, okay, the before times, times, when when yeah. you go flicka flicka flicka. Yeah, how many oh, shows would you keep on the docket um, before you settled in? You know, before you found you got somewhere, and you were like Fletch. Yeah, and then you forgot everything was a race. That might be on USA where characters are welcome. 
right? It could be, you could be, right? But, yeah. but you're, you're flipping around and you're thinking, ah, <clears throat> oh, do I want to, you know, do I want to watch like this? Do I want to watch that? Yeah, I could do this. And it's, and, and so you're keeping them in a file folder, but you're still flipping. Yeah. Cause you haven't found oh, that's your a good question. Yet. Well, I'll tell you something. There's one thing is that let's, uh, let's talk about the technology. Um, yeah. one thing that was great, you know, you could go and, and just watch a show like a person and just leave it on. But even if you're watching most things on cable, there's going to be commercials. Now there's something yeah. special, special. There's something special, special, special about jumping between two shows. Cause now you get to benefit from the preve hmm? button, the previous. So, oh, previous button, right? So you're just you're you hit hopping. preve and you go between two things with one click, and that's pretty cool. They could be separated by eighty channels, exactly. But you just preve it. Yeah, as long as you don't break the chain, you know what I mean. If you don't love me now, never love me again. Don't break right. the preve. Um, with that said, um, chains that bind you, mm-hmm. nobody else can find you. That's right. Mm-hmm. Take a good look behind you. Take my love. Take it down. Yeah. Uh, I, mm, uh, as sometimes as many as five, cause of course you got to jump in, you got to jump in on MTV, see what's going on there back with, the, with the videos. Yeah, now is usually, this the thing that, uh, that technology has solved? Or are you, no, do you I don't flip kind of, anymore. I don't flip. You don't flip. Oh, don't because flip. you only watch what you want to watch. Well, but also, I mean, it's a long story, but like the, the, the non-cable service I use for the streaming TV is called Hulu. I have the Hulu. fanciest version of Hulu. Hulu. I sound like the frozen guy. What's the what? Yeah, how many licks does it take to get to the center of a tootsie pop? I'll let you know. What is the fanciest version of Hulu? Does, get, it, does the fanciest version of it mean that you don't have to have any of the other eels? Well, it's, again, it's another long story, but yeah, I get relatively few commercials. That's asterisk, nice. asterisk. But no, I've got one where like if I uh, and actually I've kind of gotten off this, but like I used to like watch a lot of like news, cable news on there. But no. but it also has a, a DVR like functionality, so you can say, okay, we like um, I like Thirty Rock. Like show me all the episodes of Thirty Rock, and that's in my my bastic over here of things I like to watch. Right. So that's mainly how it is. I mean, we don't well, jump around what, watching live TV. Jump around, jump around. What do you do? So, okay, so one thing you've done is eliminate from your life almost any chance that you will be staying in a hotel. Oh. And sitting and looking at the at the television and trying to figure out where Sex in the City is. What a different world. But my question for you mm-hmm. is, what do you do when you want to watch something and it's not on Hulu? Is fancy Hulu, is there stuff on it that's not on Hulu? We are heavily subscribed. So we... I see. We are heavily subscribed. I can tell you there's a um, not terrible um, service called Just Watch, which has mm-hmm. an app or a website if you go Google Just Watch. And mm-hmm. you enter in... Because um, like I used to have this terrible habit of just buying a movie... We're like, oh, we want to watch Mean Girls. And so we'll just go buy Mean Girls. But it's like, you know, the thing is, Mean Girls might be streaming somewhere. Um, Turns out f- you're paying a subscription to something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you never know, because it's so random. It could be, well, increasingly not as much, but it could be on Netflix. There's all kinds of weird stuff that's on HBO in their like, back catalog. Stuff on Hulu. Those are all things we're subscribed to. Um, so we have, we, well, this, this, I encounter this all the time now, which is this thing where you have to go onto each one of these things and search for the thing you want to watch. Yeah. And all try of that. The, try the just watch app. Try just, just watch. watch app. Well, like go search. Well, anyway, it's kind of boring to do on a podcast, but yeah, that, that I do that a lot when I have the presence of mind to check, like, where can I get mean girls? And a lot of times it'll say you can buy it for fourteen ninety nine, You can do it at two ninety nine. But, uh, there was one just the other night where we were able to, uh, Oh, 
Oh, well, actually, that's a bad example. But mm. uh, mm. but it does mm. come up. It does come no, up. No, no, give me the example. What was it? Oh. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, you're you in know, a safe place. When, you're, when you and your child are hanging out, you end up talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was trying to explain the concept of in media res, which she right. instantly got, which is like you're dropped into something. And, and it was in the context of talking about like good TV shows where you drop in and like don't know what's happening and have to kind of suss it out. Right. From, like, I like watching. that. That's yeah. better than one that's, that starts you off like you never saw anything before. Exactly. And she's like, oh, yeah, like that's the kind of thing where after you see that, then it says, you know, 24 hours earlier. And I'm like, yeah, exactly that kind of thing. And right. I said, you know, this is a very good example of this from a TV show called Breaking Bad. And so uh-huh. I, I described it to her, but then I was like, yeah, let me just show it to you. So, so I showed her the, pre, the, the, the cold open in Meteorized Open of Breaking Bad and it was exactly as good as I remembered. Episode one. Episode one, there's a man in a gas mask in his underwear driving an RV full of liquid drugs, money, and bodies. And he pulls off the road and he makes a video of himself for his family. And then here's sirens coming and he goes out, goes out, uh, stands there on the road with a gun pointed. And it's like, oh, God. How are you not going to watch every episode of that show after that? It was so good. Or like the other one for me is Lost. The um, the way Lost starts is perfect. There's a guy on but the it, ground. There's a dog. He's in the he's in the jungle. Like what's happening? He walks to the beach. It's it's beautiful. Still beautiful. So, uh, what, but, what's but Lost doesn't end well. Is that is that uh, that's what I've been. Led that's what to people understand. say. Yeah, that's what people say. That's what people say. But uh, can I tell you about the? I told you about my B. Can I tell you about my A? Because I think it's something you might want to check out if you haven't already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about your so A. B, so B was uh, when I had the ice. When I got into the ice cream, uh, was when I was watching the Game of Thrones. Um, right. But before that, I finally dipped into something that has come uh, highly recommended from a bunch of people. I don't want to oversell it, but if if you uh, if one of the places where you do or don't have a TV has HBO, um, mm-hmm. you should check out Chernobyl. Ooh, I like the name. Did you, Sounds did you exotic. Like, uh, did you like Das Boot, for example? <laughs> do I need to ask? Did you like Das Boot? Uh, yes. I imagine I Das did. Boot, except it's about nuclear power in the Soviet Union plus mm-hmm. corruption. Mm. Yes. Soviet corruption? Oh, I'm so a big fan of that, you know. So much corruption. And it's yeah. got the guy from Mad Men. Uh he's in it. Not 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 that guy, the other guy. The English yeah. guy is yeah. in it. Yeah, 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 right. You know what's this guy? It's got um it's got uh, 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 uh it's got Dr. Selvig from the Avengers movie. See now I'm doing that thing to you. Yeah. <gasps> I'm doing that. I do that. Yeah, yeah you do. You Anyways, do. it's got three episodes so far. Um, and I watched all three of those back to back while I was eating the steak that would later undo me. Um, I watched, I I watched, I think, I think for any of the obvious reasons, boy, it's awfully well done. I would check out Chernobyl. You know, I, uh, I did a deep dive just the other day for no good reason. And here's the thing. Nowadays, every deep dive I do should be for a reason. Oh God. Uh, Yes. I I keep thinking this, that one day through what, what am I in for here? Yeah, what am uh, I what am I deep diving here? Yes. And I did this deep dive on Brezhnev and drop off Chernyenko Gorbachev mm-hmm. for no reason. I yeah. wasn't 
I wasn't boning up on anything. You didn't do I any st- Boris Yeltsin dancing videos? No, I started. I didn't. No, but I started. I didn't. I, you know, because Yeltsin, I, I stopped Best being of Yeltsin, please treat yourself. <laughs> but I John, did. you were never, you were never in your entire drinking life ever as drunk as Boris Yeltsin was all the time. I'm sure. I'm sure. I remember it. <laughs> He's a and very I, enthusiastic dancer. I looked away. Okay, but I, so I, deep dive. I, I deep dive on four premieres. Yeah, I cold opened myself on that. I didn't start with Brezhnev. <clears throat> you know, I started I started right in the middle and then I was like, got to go back and find, you know, I got to go got to go see how my characters ended up here. Oh, you're going to see the faceless the man guy but not know that he was also in the cart and Arya saved him and that's good to know. Yep, that is right? good to know. A lot of a the lot coin, of the times he gives, the, he gives her the coin. The, a lot of that a lot of that last season of uh, of GOT mm-hmm. there was that kind of like who's this? Oh, this oh, is so many important callbacks. Like you yeah, don't know, you don't get, you don't get the ago. joke about how Brienne is constantly being asked if she's a knight. Nope. 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 She says I'm not. You're not you can't be a squire, says the pod. You can't be a squire because I'm not a knight. You so, can't so you, be a squire. You are not the assistant regional manager. You're the assistant, assistant to, to the, the regional, regional manager. manager. Yeah. Deep dive. Deep dive. And you should have asked yourself, is this, what is this in service of? Why, why am I deep diving? And yet you did that on the premieres. I should have asked myself, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. I should have said to myself, my mm-hmm. God, what have I done? Yes. But instead, I don't, I don't, there's not a, there's not an in, infinite number of hours in the day. No. I have to not. do various things. I have to do this. I have to do that. All you really asked for, what is your one? How much did you want? You want 26 hours? Is that the day you've historically 26, wanted? 26 hours. 26 hours would round out real nice. If I had two more hours of sleep before the show today, mm-hmm. if I could just put those two hours in there instead mm-hmm. of having to take them to robbing Peter to pay Paul, then I would have, you know, then the, the coffee sipping you would have heard on this show would have yes. been a lot more. Uh, you wouldn't have noticed it, right? I wouldn't have yeah. made a point to like, when I was putting the the um, handfuls and handfuls of M and M's into the vanilla bean ice cream container uh, as it got lower, because you know you oh, get more no. and more room for M and M's in there no, as it you melts. Worked, you worked from the top down and then and then replaced the missing ice cream with M and M's. John Syracuse in video games you call it grinding. I did the grinding oh. of first like getting a a trench a moat uh, oh. so that it would enable, like I had some just pure vanilla bean. That's a good ass ice cream. That's a very that's a highly cream. underrated ice cream. It's a very, you know, it's the most popular ice cream. So you can't really say it's well, underrated. People like vanilla. I'm talking here. I'm talking about French, French, French bean, about, like bean, vanilla bean, bean yeah. vanilla bean, French bean, the bean, bean. And so I'm do the trench run and I make a moat around the center, around the sept. And then I'm dropping yeah. in all the M&Ms. See now at the time that, <sighs> that felt like a deep dive that was going to be good for me. Of course. Mm-hmm. Well, because first of all, M and M's are are healthy, they're, and they're perfect. They're shiny. They're delicious. They're perfect. perfect. They add a little crunch to your thing. Yeah. Um, uh, and this is uh, this is a thing. Uh, uh, John Syracuse had a uh, had a had a theory about this. He calls it the uh, what did he what did you say he called it? Oh, the way the way that the, he eats ice cream. Yeah, how does he eat ice cream? He What's eats ice cream um, in centimeters, I think. He has a built somehow. He has a built-in barometer for how he eats ice cream that yeah. is as organized and well thought out as the rest of his life. I see. I see. John, John, when I open the ice cream, um, I've decided to stop living a lie. So when I open the pint of ice cream, I literally <clears throat> throw the lid in the trash. Wow, I admire that so I'm commi- much. I'm committed. It's a deep dive. I say I know what I'm in for. I know what this is in service of. I've only done that. I it probably. <clears throat> Is it? I think I've done that 
just a knowable number of times. Oh, good for you. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I, but, but, but how many is a knowable number? Like, has it been over the last, because I remember the day it occurred to can't, me. Can't put M&Ms on a fraction. You can't put M&Ms on it, right? You can't cut no. an M&M in half. You good, man? Mm-hmm. No, I know. Um, but, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you could. <laughs> you need one of those well, pill cutters I mean, from Walgreens, yeah. But you know, my pill cutters just just uh, just explode my pills. So maybe I shouldn't be using them on <laughs> right, capsules. Right, yeah. you, you the, the blade's not sharp enough. Where do I get a nice one of those? Is there like an OXO version? Right. Yeah. Every every time I buy a pair of cuticle scissors, yeah. I think there's got to be the finest one of these. Right. I'm not going to find those at Bartels. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find them somewhere. So one of these places where, where a hairstylist shop where they find like $900 scissors. It's going to be German or, yeah. or uh, in some sense, Asian. It's going yeah. to be from like some forbidden forge. Yeah, like, right. I bet so a German cuticle scissor is a good cuticle scissor. Where do I find those? I'm willing to spend the money to get the nicest mustache trimming scissors. Yeah. They, they, got, they, got, the all, they got a whole store for that over in the uh, Scheisse Plotzen. They, yeah, well, see, but I need directions. Mm-hmm. I need I need the pill cutter that can cut an M&M without chipping the candy. Yeah. Well, it's like no, I agree. It's like it's like it's like Bruce Lee, you know what I mean? You're hitting an inch behind the board. You want something that's not going to go eh, 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 I'm not so sure I'm ready for candy. You want something that goes like I'm already done. You didn't even know right. I was done. Right. No, I was trying to cut something on the other side of that M&M. Absolutely. That is what I want. Mm-hmm. I want a whole drawer full of those things mm-hmm. because this was this was the problem I always had with my dad. This is a p- shitty piece of stereo equipment. Mm-hmm. And he would say, yeah, but I bought it at a thing. I found it. Some guy, mm-hmm. some guy pulled up in a Lincoln Continental and opened the trunk and here it was and I bought it. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then, but, then they were friends forever. <laughs> yeah, they were friends forever. That's right. Now, he would drive I, over I, just to chat with them. I officiated at his wedding. I wonder where and, Luis is today. And I would say... Look over here in the garage at the seven other non-working tape players we have. Why didn't we just buy one good tape player once? And he, and you know, honestly, he would say, I wouldn't have met all these great guys. (laughs) 